0: So it's funny because yesterday I told the girls, I I sat there and I made it very clear to them yesterday, I said, you have five things that you need to do. We accomplish all five things and then you have nothing else that you need to accomplish. Right? Mm -hmm. They can't count for squat. (laughs) They think the fence is number one. No, 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 no. Number one was cleaning up all of the garbage in the backyard. Number two was taking all of the stuff to the dump, and we took it all. It all went. Oh my! Oh, oh! I didn't even tell you this. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, a new scratch on my truck.
1: Was that what was going on when you guys were over? I saw it across the we, street. Yeah, yeah. When we, me and mm-hmm. Nikki and I were back there, you mm-hmm. know, moving boxes and mulch and everything, and then you know we stopped take a break. And looked over and saw that you guys were not gone and were just sitting mm-hmm. there and the girls were out there and I was like Uh-oh. oh I
0: didn't want to go out there because I knew I saw what I saw I knew what I saw
1: so yeah what, what was that about
0: so I had them take the stuff to the dump and I said get everything in here make sure it's, everything is lower than the bed of the top of the bed of the truck that's how you do it right you do that because if you do that then it will all stay in there we'll drive nice and carefully and we'll be able to go and so they're like, oh, okay. So they load everything in there first. They were, like, packing it. I just decided to take the Christmas tree. There were a bunch of spider webs in it, and I figured you just didn't even want to deal with it. When they lifted it up and turned it over, it. I, I'm guessing the garden spider that we had mm-hmm. that was there, all her babies, like, webbed up in there. Oh. So I was like, mm, no, we're good. <laughs> I don't want to burn them and pop them and everything else. I just, we don't need to do that. So, um, and they put the, they decided to put the Refrigerator, the mini fridge up there on top because, you know, that was the heaviest thing to hold it down. It wasn't the heaviest thing, but okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't think they realized light, you know, empty refrigerators aren't heavy. So anyways, so they, uh, they put it up there and got out of the driveway. And as soon as I made the first turn right there on the hedge, boom, just rolled over and, <laughs> and then bam, smacked on the ground. And I was like, Oh, that's, awesome <clears throat> not so so i had them put it back up on there and and got over there now remember we we talked about this before like when you're when we're nice to people people remember us uh-huh. okay so apparently at the the landfill out here just bringing even a mini fridge you're supposed to spend 24 bucks it's an appliance okay and i was like okay well that's fine i came up he's like hey been a couple of days i was like yeah i did it talked to him for a couple of minutes and was, and he's like all right he's like you know whatever it was it was like 12 bucks or whatever and i was like okay i go oh hey no i got a fridge up there he's like, i don't see a fridge and i was like you you know i have one he's like yeah you're good i already <laughs> rang up your card he's like okay <laughs> well so i was like cool behind me but it's one of those one of those being nice because no, literally the people who came in after us had a dryer oh they got charged (laughs) they they got charged for it it was like one of those little apartment dryers so it's not like it was even a big driver uh big dryer it was just one of those little apartment units but nope they got charged for it so uh so yeah so that was like all right but okay so that so that is two right Uh so then we went and Got all the pickets and everything that we needed for the fence. Three. And got the fence done. Four. <laughs> the last thing that we're going to do is we're going to put that table together, the bar table, in the, for the backyard. But they think they're only on number two and they're bummed off their asses. And I'm not going to tell them. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I took them to Lowe's. It, they loaded all, I didn't get Scott or anybody else. They loaded all 80 pickets that we got. All at once, and they got them loaded up, and they they put them in there, strapped it down, strapped up everything, you know, cleaned up everything it's like
1: okay, it's I'll all let good it so that when we can get dirt and <laughs> yeah. have everything tomorrow so tomorrow
0: we are, i'm sorry, yeah, when we can get dirt, so but um we'll get the dirt, and actually dirt and we can, mulch. let's go let's go after this let's go after this and go see if there's dirt. Okay. okay. So yeah, we'll we'll go after here, um, and we'll see if there's dirt because uh, you know apparently I, my brain told me all day I was going to go mushroom hunting, <laughs> so we'll go after this and then we'll go we'll load up the dirt and then and then do the table and they won't be any the wiser. So yeah, works for me. Their inability to count. <laughs> like, okay. But I mean, hey, I I say that, but at the same time, maybe maybe they didn't think that. That was gonna be the thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. Or they're like, maybe they thought the pickets were just part of the fence. So, yeah, I can accept that. So, it is what it is. Yeah. Not gonna stress. So, but,
1: <sighs> so Roxy's all nice and happy and yeah, bathed. She is. She's all soft again. I love, mm-hmm. I love her little face when it's all she's all groomed and looks nice and her nails are clipped so she won't scratch people so bad when she jumps up Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh made sure that i got her paw pads you know uh clipped so that she could actually you know run around without sliding so much Mm because her fur is growing through it so i cut all that down so she's like every little thing that's you know bugs her and she deals with i was like okay And I got all of it. The only thing I don't ever cut is her tail because I like her fur and her tail being long. It's Mm -hmm. cute.
0: No, she's she's a very very happy baby. She wouldn't leave me alone today. I was (laughs) just like, okay, but she's just
1: and she's been loving the bike rides. Oh my goodness, she loves the bike rides. Oh, you are because and she just well yeah, (laughs) she loves it because she could just she just gets to run she used to run mm-hmm. for 45 minutes straight and she just adores it because mm-hmm. nobody, you know, she doesn't have to stop. She's not running around in confined space. We're just going. She gets to go around and, you know, bark at other dogs that are barking at her like twice before she gets realizes that they're all bigger than her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then gets scared. But uh yeah, so she she's she's just a very happy puppy right now.
0: Oh, well, and I fixed all the bikes. So all of you have and bought Nikki her a new bike. So mm-hmm. So you all have bikes now. Yes. You know, so, and uh, that's cool because that means I have my bike. So, because it's not that I'm against anybody riding my bike. I'm just against everybody riding my bike. (laughs) So ride your bike with us. I, you know what? I'm not against it. I was actually thinking about the fact that I I was honestly thinking about tomorrow, maybe talking to Andy, see if he's got a bike and maybe we take bikes out there. I'm not against it. It's so big that there shouldn't be a reason to not take bikes out there
1: i just would get scared about what about hitting things and falling and no there's trails you just bike on the trails i know i still get scared i've never gone actual like trail biking before and Mm. like i i don't know it just scares me i see enough videos of people hitting you know Bumps, dirt, rocks, well, all yeah, those because things, it's hitting boring bushes. Watching people
0: doing nothing, just riding, <sighs> just on. Hey, look, I'm going five I miles know, an hour. I know, but it still just makes me
1: nervous because <laughs> I've never done that before. Yeah,
0: but you're nervous about a lot of things that you've never done before, and then you do it, and then you're good. And so going out there and realizing how much ground you're going to cover biking, you know, it's it's going to be good for you. And we're not talking about Upper Lake. Yeah, I'm going to message him now. I've said that, so oh, I wonder if he actually has one. We've been to their place. I don't know that, but he's got those storage containers, so he may very well have bikes. So, I mean, yeah, well, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to find out. So, but with that, good afternoon and welcome to the afternoon dive on the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything
1: and nothing all
0: at the same time. So today is going to be relationship advice. and We're going to be kind of light about things a little bit.
1: Yeah, we're going to. Well, yeah, I've got four of them here. Mm-hmm. Um, they're longer and they're still kind of, you know. It's relationship advice, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna start start with this one. Um, it is from user uh, bf daughter drama, so it's a throwaway account, mm-hmm. um, and it's titled "Am I the a hole for expecting my boyfriend's parents to treat my daughter the same as his daughter's?" I, thirty seven, female, have been dating Martin. Thirty-nine for what will be two years. This June, I have a daughter, Scarlett, ten, and he has two daughters, Miley, thirteen, and Joanna, twelve. I am a single mother to Scarlett. Her father sends me maintenance each month, but has never been an active parent and has never met Scarlett. I also grew up in care, so I have no family or anything. Whereas Martin is divorced and shares custody with his ex-wife. Their custody agreement is very flexible with the girls, sometimes staying with him or their mom longer, or often spending times with both parents together. It really bothered me a lot that he was still good friends with his ex-wife, and Martin said that if I couldn't handle the fact he could uh, co-parent well and be amicable with his ex, then he would end things. I like to think I got over my jealousy and that the girl's mother and I get along. Anyway, since we've been dating a while and have started discussing, discussing potentially living together, I think it's only really fair that Scarlett is more involved and treated the same as Martin's daughters and by his parents. She met them for the first time... A few months ago, and since has seen them a few times, um, but he treated her uh, virtually like a stranger. At Christmas, Miley and Joanna were spoiled rotten. They got money, gifts, toys, uh, gift vouchers, and makeup. All they got Scarlet was an embroidered blanket thing Martin's mother spent two weeks knitting, apparently, with her name on it, two gift vouchers, and a doll. They'll take Martin's girls for overnight sleepovers, but my kid is excluded, they say, because they don't know her that well and are uncomfortable looking after her for now. They'll buy Joanna and Miley sweets or little, trinkins, uh, little trinkets and give them a couple of pounds here and there every so often, but for as for Scarlet, they only... Uh, they might only give her one thing, and that's it. It's not fair for Scarlet. The last straw was when his parents asked if we could all, if we would all like to go to Disneyland Paris and Easter with them. They offered to pay for Martin, the girls, and said that they could pay for part of mine and Scarlet's travel expenses, but that I'd have to pay the rest. I lost it and told Martin he needs to tell his parents to treat Scarlet like his girls are treated. It's not fair to her that she has to watch that her sisters being spoiled, and she isn't. He lashed out in return and said my parents have been nothing but accommodating to Scarlet by including her in things and getting her stuff at Christmas and so on. He said I'm incredibly selfish to expect his parents to treat my daughter who they barely know as as the same as their grandchildren. He said that I'm bitter and jealous and it's not like we're married or living together. He used the example of the blanket being a really sweet gift that shows how much his mother cares. He also said it's perfectly reasonable for his parents to expect me to pay for my own child to go to Disney and that my parents don't need to pay anything for at all for us. He sa- also said I'm raising my daughter to not learn the value of word... um. Of the word no, and that she can just be ex- just be expected to get whatever he she wants. He also said that Joanna and Miley are not Scarlet sisters. It's never been emphasized that they were, and they do not view Scarlet as that. He said that I need to get your arse in gear and not- realize nothing is being done to discriminate against or exclude Scarlet. Am I the a hole?
0: Uh, no, you're not. Um, but at the same time, neither is anybody else. I mean, husband. Yeah, needs to put it a different way but but you got to understand that there's always going to be that attachment when it comes to that biological side of things especially when it's you were there when they were born you were there raising them you were there being a part of you know um, I treat Anna Anna is treated as a daughter in this house Mm -hmm. like she is treated as a daughter and uh, you know but she's not my physical daughter and there's things that I'm just like, oh, sorry, Anna, I forgot. But I wouldn't say I, I can honestly say I would never say, oops, sorry, Lily, I forgot, or oops, sorry, Tabby, I forgot. Um, you know. But at the same time, I don't exclude Anna, you know, mm-hmm. in in that way. Um, their first year here, got her a very nice big art set. You know. Yeah. Um, when it came time for her to start learning to drive, I've been I've jumped in on it you know both feet never hesitated once never done anything like that um when she needed a bike i was the one to go and get her a bike and <laughs> and get her the money for it and then slowly let her pay me back you know and just and to do those things that needed to be done but but at the same time her mom w- would never be like uh you know you're you're taking lily and tabby and you're going out to dinner but you're not taking anna and it's like, yeah. it's like that would never be the conversation because for her she's just grateful for what I do because she knows that she's not my daughter but I treat Anna like my daughter you know and I was damn flattered when she sat there and said well yeah my dad can come and it was me and and somebody's like yeah Anna said that you were coming you know she said her dad was gonna come I was like awesome for her camping trip I was like okay cool she gets that so that's that's good and and honestly I, I like that kind of there that
1: it's it's rewarding. Yeah, it's showing that she appreciates you and sees you as something that you've viewed yourself mm-hmm. as that you can't force in that that but there's no forcing because it's just it's just there. It's mm-hmm. just a casual yeah. No, that's my dad. Like so, you know. Yeah, I get that.
0: No, so so for for me that's that's a pretty awesome thing. I'm pretty glad about that. Um, so I you know that's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but at the same time, I can't expect like Amy's parents to treat Anna like she's their granddaughter right yeah. because that's just that's just not going to work I, I don't expect you know Amy to treat Anna like she's her daughter or anything like that it's like no to Amy for Amy honestly mostly it's her best friend's daughter and that's the way she sees it and for me it's like you know I, I completely get that so um, your husband I I he should have found a better way to say things He's right, but there's a better way to say things. You know, they aren't. And 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 it's like, you know, you 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 brought this baggage into your relationship and that's a part of your relationship. And as a as a man, every woman that I've ever had a relationship with that had a kid, I understood that that kid was part of that relationship automatically. I didn't expect the kid to treat me like a dad or call me dad or anything like that, but at the same time, I never acted like, "Ugh, no, I want to go out with you, not your daughter, you not your son, not your, you know, not your four kids. And it's like, no, that's just that's part of it. That's part of the relationship is you're deciding whether or not the relationship is worth it. And then, you know, for me as a man, if I've decided the relationship is worth it, then then that is my daughter. And maybe you have a talk with your parent. He he should talk to his parents. Said, hey, look, guys, I understand what you're saying. Look, I, I can pay for her, but don't don't let's I, I don't want to exclude her. I don't want her to feel like a stepchild which is what she is but you know anyways your opinion
1: um, I'm just going to read this comment because mm-hmm. it, I- it touches on both sides Okay. Um, so it says to be fair OP has never experienced a real family of her own OP it generally sounds like you don't know what it it's like to be in a family that is more than just you and your daughter. Mm -hmm. Now you're dating someone who has a wonderful family life of his own, and you want that so badly that you're not taking proper steps to get there. You and your boyfriend don't even live together, and you aren't married. You're trying to insert yourself and your daughter as though you're all family, but you aren't yet. I absolutely understand wanting that family life for yourself and your daughter, but Mm -hmm. that is not the way to get it. It's too soon. His parents are being generous towards your daughter while still respecting the fact that she isn't actually their granddaughter. She isn't even a step granddaughter yet. Imagine how your daughter will feel if they jumped in and treated her as they treat their granddaughters and then you and martin broke up the loss for your daughter would be devastating your boyfriend has a wonderful family and you owe him an apology you need to explain to him that you simply haven't ever had that experience and you realize now that you have been unfair and overzealous in your desire to be a part of what he has then back off wow i won't call anyone an a said
0: boyfriend too i really was thinking husband my bad
1: I won't call anyone an a hole here because I don't think it's your fault that you don't know how to properly make a family, but you need to change your approach in a big way before this family becomes a part of your past.
0: Mm-hmm. I really thought.
1: Yeah, just... no, it's two years. Two years in June. So not even two years. Oh, no, years it's yet. not two years. Yeah, okay. It's a year and three quarters. It, it's like
0: it, two years in, you know, six weeks. No. <laughs> no, it's not even. It's like 10 weeks yeah okay little bit different but yeah you, you can't expect the fact that the parents did his parents did the blanket that's that's a big thing yeah, no, people it don't get it's like that's in my family that was a thing like when Lily was born Lily got a quilt and I don't know where that quilt is but that was hers you know and it's like that was a big thing for my my family so that was that was one of the things that told me like oh hey I'm not you know out so but yeah, I I agree. The the poster's right. You know, if if you if you had the expectations, you were mistaken. And I apologize. Like I literally was thinking husband. I don't know why my brain said husband. So okay. So yeah, yeah. But I don't think anybody I still stand by the fact that I don't think anybody was the a hole in the situation. I yeah. just think perspectives are completely different. So Yeah, you're you're coming into a new aquarium. You're not acclimated. You're not an acclimated fish yet. (laughs) What's next?
1: Uh, This next one is from a throwaway account, and it's titled, My 25 female boyfriend, 25 male, went on a vacation with another girl without telling me.
0: What?
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. It was last month. He said he was stressed out at work and needed time off. He hadn't taken any time off in seven years, he said, so I felt for him and said he could go. We've been together for three years, and yes, he's never taken time off work. I couldn't go, however, as I have a demanding schedule, so he went alone. He actually said he'd prefer to go alone because he wanted to backpack and such. After he's come back, he surprised me by revealing he had a female friend with him whom I never heard about. I was obviously baffled, more so because he seemed very chill about it. He was tagged in her Instagram posts. I felt curious enough to have a peek, and my to my surprise got to another level. That girl does porn on her OnlyFans account. The photos also made me quite uncomfortable. She was also almost fully naked there, which I don't even know how or why since they were in a freezing place. I asked him why on earth he didn't tell me. His excuse is I didn't ask. Not not to shame the girl or anything, but i wouldn't approve it if i was if I was asked i don 't know how he could let something like that happen and then act super nonchalant about it he's even guilt tripping me, calling me crazy and a prude. He crossed the line and is not allowing me to question it i don 't want to suggest that something happened, but again, I just feel betrayed. My trust is now ruined
0: dump pity dump 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 dump, dump pity dump dump no there, no. No, no, he cheated.
1: It, yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs>
0: Nobody
1: I, just goes hey, on a vacation yeah, with an OnlyFans porn star. Sorry, yeah. It's <laughs> like, no,
0: nope, dump, itty, dump, dump, dump. No,
1: anybody, gosh
0: darn it. No, I like anybody who sat there and was like, oh, you two go out in the trucks and you're we're out for weeks at a time. Oh, we're just friends. No, <laughs> dump, itty, dump, dump, dump. No, he's asked, you didn't ask. You guys have been together for three years. You would think that. If I was going to go, look, if I was going to go grocery shopping and I was going to go with another woman, you would hear from me that I was going to go grocery shopping and there was going to be another woman there. Because three years is long enough that you should know anything like that in my life. Yeah. That I don't want to be, you know, a secret or hide. Dumpity dump, 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 dump him. Oh, my gosh. You were cheated on. You were cheated on with an OnlyFans porn girl, and you know if, if here's here's here. I'll put this here. You don't know if she's got anything. You don't know what they did. He's not going to tell you the truth. If he's not going to tell you the truth, they did anything. He's not going to tell you the truth of if he rode her bareback. He's not going to tell you. You know what? And just, and you know no no no. That relationship is over. I had a girl who did that. I had a girl who sat there and and went. Oh, Hey, I and literally told me and it was, uh, her name was Nicole. We were, we were dating and we're going to go out to Novato and, or she, I had to go out to Novato when I was living in Vallejo and, you know, to go see her. And then she told me she was going to out Al, uh, Alpines and she was going out and going skiing. Well, I couldn't afford to go skiing. And she goes, Oh, that's, that's okay. And I was like, okay. And then the day of that she was going to skiing, I, I got up early. I was like, you know, I'm going to go see her and see her off. Right. And I watch everything getting loaded into this freaking truck that I'd never seen before. and' I'm, I'm sitting there and I look and I, and I come up to her and I see her and she goes white. and And then the guy comes this other guy comes out and it's Seth or some crap like that, whatever, and uh, comes out and I was like, "Oh!" I'm like, how's it going, man? And he's like, uh, pretty good. I could tell he didn't know what was going on. I was like, you guys are going out for a weekend of skiing? And he's like, yeah. It's like I've been bugging her about her for like, you know, two years now. So finally going out. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you guys have a great one. And you're single. And, and he was like, Look, like, what? So I knew she hadn't even told him that she had a boyfriend. So I was like, no, nope, that was the end of that. So nope. Dumpity dump dump dump. I don't care if you guys have been together for three years. You just literally gave the premise that tells him that he's going to be able to get away with it, and that's that's where it is. So uh, uh-uh. uh that, that relationship is over, whether you believe it or know it or not. What's next? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, this one is from uh, user Ace of Cookware, and it is titled "My Boyfriend Kicked Me Out of the Bed." So, tonight, my boyfriend and I were cuddling. He was giving me a bit of grief for how much money I make. I work as a baker at a certain chain fast food restaurant, and I usually work about 42 to 45 hours, depending on how much product they need for the next day and how often people are walking in the small area I have to work. He was telling me I should purposefully slow my pace so I do 50 hours a week. I told him that's ridiculous because it'll be very obvious to what I'm doing if I'm suddenly jumping that much. He then told me he thinks we should open our own food truck. He has mentioned this idea for the four and a half years we've been together. He doesn't cook, so he really would only be in charge of buying product and moving the trucks and expects me to do the rest. I have told him no every time. It's not something I want to do. I have no interest in owning a food truck. I told him to drop the subject as I've heard enough and I'm tired of having to tell him constantly that I don't want it. He told me I do nothing but put down all of his ideas merely because I either don't have an interest in it or I don't have enough experience in the role he wants me to do and told- him, I think I we sh- would need to start with someone else that, can, that I can learn from. Clearly that makes me totally unreasonable in his head. So because of this argument, at 1230 in the morning he told me to get out of his bed and sleep on the couch. So here I am on the couch with our dog curled up with me while he snores away in his bed. I'm wondering if it'll end the way it has in the past where he wakes and asks me to come to bed and expects that we'll be intimate. Wonder if he'll actually be successful in waking himself up without me having to practically shove him out of the bed for once. I'm pretty... I'm petty, so I kind of hope not, making him late on his third day back working for this job.
0: You and I okay. Hmm. 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 You and I have had some arguments. Mm-hmm. We've had some pretty good sized blow ups. We've had blow ups that make me grateful we have no neighbors. Right? Yes. Like just straight out yelling, screaming and the thing is is we go to bed after we've, you know, gotten over it, whether we like it or not. And whether we've actually gotten over it or not. And so, but this just, I've never kicked anybody out to sleep on the couch type situation. I would, first off, I would go to the couch. I would go somewhere else. You know, that's 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 where it is. I'd I wouldn't go to a couch. I'd probably end up sleeping in my truck. <laughs> I have plenty. Of, I have a guest room. <laughs> I have plenty of different options, as far as that goes. I, I just <sighs> you're in a very authoritative relationship. You're not in a symbiotic relationship, and I kind of can't handle things like that we're, we, our relationship, there's things where I'm an authority in our relationships, things where you're an authority in our relationship. I like, I submit to anything that you do for the garden, anything you want to do with the garden. We talked about it yesterday. We're like, yeah, well, you know, if we can get some more of that, um, the, the mulch so that, you know, the wood mulch and chips, I was like, yeah, we'll get it. And it's like, okay, well, I need more cardboard. Okay, let's go get it. You know, it's like, those, those are the things that it's like, those are the things you do your bread your starters your your everything that you do i don't mess with it you know and it's like but we we don't have that kind of relationship that's that's toxically authoritative you know kicked you out to sleep on the couch because you didn't agree it's what it came down to right yeah no no i'm sorry that's if you're not gonna end that relationship, you just need to tell him that that's never happening again. As far as being petty, fuck yeah, be petty. Don't wake him up. If he's gonna kick kick you out of his bed, then don't take any responsibility to his next day of life. Because otherwise, he's gonna think that's okay. That's that that's just a that's a fine reaction, and and he's good for it. So, uh uh-uh. uh. What do you think?
1: I fully agree that there's. Honestly, I wouldn't understand staying in a relationship like that. He's Mm -hmm. obviously jealous of the fact that you work, you know, not a lot of hours and still make more money than him. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if that's something that's hurting his ego, then and he can't work towards it and instead wants you to try to fluff up your hours to make more money so that Mm -hmm. he can do other things without having to worry about working. That's, yeah, no, there's no world where instead of just outright asking you and, you know, being, you know, I don't know, <laughs> straightforward about mm-hmm. it, then, yeah, no, it's just everything screams get out of that. That's really yeah. weird. Yeah. And in, it seems insecure, like it's one of those. and toxic. Yeah, backdoor things that, like, if you ignore it, it's only going to show other problems in the future that just haven't really made themselves clear yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No. Uh,
0: yeah. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this next one is from user ChemicalMess7883, and it is titled, Am I the a-hole for leaving my husband alone with the kids for two days? So, I, 24 female, have two sets of twins. First set are five years old, five-year-old boys, and the second set are three-year-old girls. My husband, 27, always complains that the house isn't up to his standards and that it's a mess or that I sometimes put on frozen meals instead of cooking a fresh dinner. It's super irritating because I'm expected to do everything just because I work from home. He thinks that I have it easier than, um, than his job, um, which is physical labor. I can never do anything because when he has time off, all he wants to do is sleep and says he needs it because he is exhausted from work or he wants to use his break to hang with his friends. So basically all the chores are usually thrown on me and I had enough of it and it came to show when my friends called me to hang out and uh, when I asked my husband to watch the kids so that I can go, he went into a rant about how he's tired and been working all week and the least that I could do is watch the children so that he could get some rest because I'm home all day with easy work. So I decided after I put the children to sleep that night to have leave a note saying that I'll be out just uh and have a night with, out with the girls, which ended up turning into a weekend out with the girls. When morning came, uh, he was calling and texting me nonstop. And when I answered, he was yelling at me and cursing me out. And when my friends overheard the conversation, they were shocked and hung up the phone for me and told me to mute it. I didn't have any plans to stay any longer than that night, but when my friends overheard how my husband spoke to me, they convinced me to stay and told me that they'd take me out to eat and planned a whole day just for me. When I got back, the place was a complete and utter mess, like a a pile full of dishes, garbage all over the place, floors were sticky, there was pee all over the toilet, and the place just smelled awful. My husband, of course, was angry and had a suitcase already packed. He barely said two words to me and just left and texted me, saying he'll be staying at his mom's. Now I feel horrible because he clearly couldn't handle taking care of the kids for this long by himself, and I feel like an asshole and don't want to ruin my marriage. Do you all think I'm an asshole for the way I acted?
0: No. Not in the slightest. Hey, literally, and, and I would be the one to be like, well, that's kind of childish. No, uh-uh. No. No, that's lit- that's again. That's somebody who, who you know what the the theme is in a lot of this. People who just take things for granted, right? Yes, it's like a hundred percent. The first girl's like, "Oh, well, you're doing this for your, you know, your kid, his kids. You better be doing this for my kids." It's like, no, that's not the way it works. Just be grateful that they acknowledge that your kid exists. Mm-hmm. You know. Then you've got, yeah, just spoiled after spoiled after spoiled and and just people taking each other for granted we've been together for over three years I do not take you for granted you do not take me for granted we we still ask each other if things are okay we still ask each other just how our day was even if we've been around each other all day (laughs) we we do you know we do this thing that that when we have a lull in our relationship we just hey tell me how we met right Mm -hmm. you know and it's like that's, that's where it is. It's, it's, that's how we work. That's how things happen for us. So no, these, it it, it just, this is a, this is a common thing. No, you weren't in the wrong. You absolutely weren't in the wrong. There's, there's no way that you're in the wrong. You know, there's a thing that we do when, when Amy comes home or when I come home uh, from trucking after trucking for a couple of weeks, we have what's called a reset, right? And it's like, you come home and the first day that you're home, you're not doing anything. You're not talking to people. Nobody's bugging you and nobody's, you know messing with you nobody's doing anything everybody's just like okay leave you alone and let you reset and unwind the fact that your husband wasn't letting you do that and to the point where he's just like Psh, you're just home no nope. no you need even if you're home all day and you're taking care of the kids you need a reset that's what a reset is for so no no I, I these relationships yeah the, the common common theme here is just self-entitled people who are just taking the others for granted and and that's just that's that's just sad so no <laughs> you you were not the a-hole you should should have stayed out and you know he better hopefully have an understanding of just how self-centered he's being so go ahead what do you what do you got to add to that
1: <laughs> well i agree with you um he, yeah, that that's 100% him taking advantage of the fact that, you know, you are home. 100% just kept, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm just going to go hang out with my friends real quick because I, you know, need a break from being tired and working. And it's like, yeah, I understand that if you have a physical labor job, then yeah, it, it's a lot harder than going and sitting at a desk all day. Sure. Or going and working in a fast food restaurant for, you know, it's just, that's going to be harder. But you still, at the end of the day, I um, I despise that people choose these paths and then decide that it's, you know, everybody else's fault. That, you know, they have to deal with it. You still have full capabilities of going, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to get a different job. And he's not doing that. And he's, in, in, you know, instead just putting everything on you. you. You're literally, you're the way, what you're saying is that he doesn't do anything but go to work and come home and sleep. And then the occasional go out with his friends. But you're not allowed to do that. That's ridiculous. Oh, what? Because you are at home all day and it's ridiculous that, you know, he left you left him with the kids and he realized how hard it was and still decided that you were wrong. That's mm-hmm. literally him refusing to accept that that he was wrong about everything that yeah it is hard taking care of the kids all day Mm -hmm. you know being able to do all the cooking all the cleaning making sure that the house is you know cleaner two sets of twins yeah that's that's more difficult than just having two kids three kids or even just having four kids Mm -hmm. twins always make it harder and he just wow yeah no here i'm tired i don't want to do anything no i can't do no, i can't take out the trash no i can't make dinner oh but you made a frozen meal man that's that really sucks like that's just ridiculous I, I i always find it amazing that people will not be taking care of the kids and still have the audacity to sit there and say oh well this isn't what i wanted
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like you're not doing the work for it so if you want that so bad then you do it you want a, a full cooked meal mm-hmm. you don't have to eat this goodbye go make a dinner no <laughs> so it's just
0: i did that la- i did that last night L- literally nikki was making pizza for everybody and i was like yeah I'm, I'm gonna make myself that ramen that we got um over the weekend because um, i'm like i just just didn't want it. it's like that's that's where it is but i mean just yeah no <laughs> <laughs> so i just you know if you're in a relationship i, I just want to i want to explain this and and I say this as somebody who not just is successful in a poly relationship right now, but I have more amicable breakups than anybody that I know. And I've been with a lot of women. I've had a lot of girlfriends. I've had a lot of friends that were girls and females and, you know, most of my relationships ended well many 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 of my girlfriends are or ex-girlfriends are still friends and still stay in contact in one way or the other and it's like and I'm I'm grateful for that and you know there's a point in a relationship where I, I feel like people are like they just stay in a relationship too long knowing that it's not the right relationship if somebody. You need to assess a relationship on a regular basis. You know, relationships, that's the way they are. You have to assess whether or not relationships are worth it on a regular basis. Am I worth it for you right now?
1: <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: And our relationship is good? Yeah. Okay. But do I, don't I? do I always try to make sure our relationship is good and try to show you things and try to show you you're special and try to take care of you? You know, i I think I do an okay job. <laughs>
1: You know, didn't do an okay job. I wouldn't be here.
0: Yeah, so it's like, you know, and I just and I don't ever treat it like you're lucky to have me, right? Mm -hmm. I don't I don't ever do that, and that's that's what I think people just they forget. It's it's we live in a world where people don't have consequences anymore, and because of that, people just emotionally go numb, and it's just sad to be where we're at. So. Hopefully that changes for people. I I hope some of these people are listening to this. And if you have any relationship, you know, if you have a relationship and you need advice about it, whether it's small, little, hey, go to our social media. Ask us. We will absolutely stop our podcast to answer your questions for things like that, you know, because I've been doing pretty good, you know. (laughs) So it's it's I'm not a licensed professional, but I look at things from a human professional standpoint, you know, so With that said, thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon Dive, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. And until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye.